and welcome to Fraud uh, Busting Neo Frauds podcast. It is the only podcast for female fraud professionals and their allies who want to stay on top of the fraud awareness spectrum in order to thrive professionally while maximizing their happiness and having the courage to create the life they love. Thank you for listening. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the new episode of the Fraud Busting Your Frows podcast. Um, I'm Olga, I'll be your host today, and we have a special guest. Uh, this is Masha Kubishina, and she'll be sharing important insights for the audience today in this new episode, uh, which is uh, in support for uh, people who are looking uh, for a job, uh, specifically in data analytics, or either uh, thinking of getting into a great and valuable profession. Uh, but without further ado, I'd like to uh, give Masha the floor to introduce uh, herself to the audience. Uh, hi, Masha. Hi, hi, Olga. So uh, nice so to much. be here. Thanks for having me. Um, as Olga said, my name is Masha, and I've been working for the past uh, six years in data analytics. Uh, right now, currently, I'm working in EV charging industry. Uh, on my end, the data analytics is uh, very heavy on the Python side. I do a lot of scripting. I'm working a lot with engineering teams and very excited about all the jobs and possibilities that we currently have in the renewable energy and green tech. So. Well, let me know if you, how you want to take it from here. Yeah, um, thank you so much for this brief introduction. I'm sure it will be very interesting for the audience to learn even more from you. And so without delay, I'd like to ask you to give us more details about the profession of the data analytics, but also how to get into it if we decide. And generally, what is the value of getting into such a profession. Yeah, absolutely. So um, in preparation to today, I was thinking that there is three topics that I could talk about that generally get a lot of interest, uh, whether people contacting me directly through LinkedIn or through any other method or uh, talking to me on networking events. And the three topics I wanted to cover was why data analytics might be a really good job, uh, especially if you're a woman, especially if you're mid-career thinking to change drastically your careers and your expertise in your industry. And that will be the first one. Then the second one, how is that you can get started? Um, this seems to be that it is not obvious when you already have in your career, when you have responsibilities outside of work, and when you probably have never been into computer science before. And the last one is how to get a job, which is a tricky question, especially knowing our current job market situation overall. But to be honest, every time you change your career, uh, when you're in mid-career, it's always hard um, to do the switch on a corporate or industry level and actually get a job, not, not just to get the knowledge. So I'll talk about these three things, uh, why it's a good job, in my opinion, uh, how to get started to actually learn the things. And lastly, uh, how to get the job. So why I think it's a good job? Well, first of all, um, 
I think this is a thing, a profession that you can learn on your own. Unlike law or medical school, you don't have necessarily to go to a prestigious college or pay out of money uh, to acquire the skills. Um, I want to stop here and just say that you do need time. Um, many people have an impression that after three month bootcamp, they'll be able to get a job in data analytics. And maybe this is possible, especially if you're very smart. I haven't seen this happen and it was not my experience. So I would say it, you can learn it on your own. It does take time though. Um, so be ready for two years of studying, let's say, uh, if you say every weekday and plus weekends. And this is a decent, it can give you a decent level of knowledge uh, to enter on the right foot and actually get a job. The next thing is it's actually a very interesting field. Um, first of all, because it makes you think. It's logical. And everything that's logical, it's... A, in a way, clear and simple, because logic helps you simplify things and being able to script or write in any, in any programming language um, makes you think in a logical and simple way. And to be able to have this clarity about different problems that you're trying to solve, I think it's priceless and it's an extremely interesting um, way of solving problems and learning and thinking and communicating and framing the problem even, like how you think, how you ask questions, um, how you talk to your colleagues about it. Data, data analytics or data science allows you to, to learn this logical way of dealing with things. Um, it's also very flexible. So flexible in many terms, it's flexible in, you can work remotely most of the time, but also flexible hours. Mostly people want to make sure you do the job, uh, and then the flexibility is up to you. So being a woman, especially if you, you have a family to take care of, kids to pick up, it's actually really helpful to have this flexibility. Just be mindful that flexibility goes both ways. So if you have a team that works when it's 5 a.m. for you, you may need to be on those meetings. But then you have, let's say, afternoons for yourself to do whatever you want. Um, this profession is very adaptable because it's a skill that you learn. It's literally like learning a language in a country where you live. Um, if you come to US, you have to learn English no matter what, because it allows you to have any job. In a way, data analytics and Python especially, it's like English language. It allows you to do data analytics in any type of industry or in any type of job segment, whether you decide to go to healthcare, or to finance, to clean energy, um, anywhere, data analytics is adaptable and usable. And you can have a generic skill, skill set that you can then adapt to industry that you knew from the past or actually something new if this is where you want to go. Um, and it covers wide, wide array, array of things. So why I'm saying that? Because you may learn data analytics to start and then go into data engineering or data architecture. You can go into databases. You can also go into different directions and actually working in machine learning with already clean data. Um, you can go into dashboards and marketing data. You can go more into product data, which will be very different um, skill set and the different uh, tools you will learn on the job. So it gives you flexibility. It gives you um, a lot of interesting areas to work in, because if you don't like, for example, databases, you may always try to go into more visuals um, and dashboards and presentations. There is different skills. Uh, within the company, there is different roles that require different data analytics skills. So you have a lot um, of playing field, let's say. 
So uh, moving to the next topic, how to get started. So there is no, really no golden solution. And this is what I try to convey. If there is anything that stays with you after today is anytime you start a new skill that you know nothing about, I think it's very smart to learn it from at least three different angles, because this will give you a perspective and an overview and will help you to understand what you didn't understand when you heard it first time. And what I mean by this is uh, you may take a, let's say you will start with Python, you will take a Python course in community college. And there'll be a lot of things that won't make sense. You will hear them, you'll be able to repeat them, but you will not understand them fully or it will not sink in on the level where you can apply it. And what really helps is to take another course, probably online or Coursera course or free online course that you can find, watch YouTube tutorials. Anything that um, helps you, there is plenty of free resources, there is plenty of very cheap resources, um, and learn the same, exactly the same material for the second time, and then do it the third time. Different course, different um, teacher. If you speak different language, take it in different language. Um, I think it's very helpful to hear about exactly the same concept uh, from at least three different people. Um, this gives you the same understanding as probably a deeper broader uh, college would give you. Because in college, you will take classes that will talk about the same topic from different angles. If you're not going to learning computer science in college and you're taking courses on your own, um, try to take at least a few, two, three, four courses about the same topic um, to help you cover the, the blind spots that you get from the first course. Because any course you take, you will have blind spots where you're like, I have no idea how they did this or how can I apply it or how can I do it or how this works. And to help you to remove those blind spots, second, third, fourth, pass on the same material from a different person or different university is really helpful. Um, another thing uh, is make time in your schedule because if you don't make logistically possible for yourself, Let's assume you work in another job because you have to provide for your family or you have some other um, obligations to take care of your family or you know whatever you may have in your life going on. You need to remove something from your day in order to fit in studies. It's really hard to be consistent and learn something on your own if you don't have the structure. So how to get started? Make sure you clean your schedule and you commit to doing something or not doing something you've been doing and instead doing something consistently, because I think consistency is the key, because there will be a lot of moments when you're like, okay, I don't get it. I don't think I will ever be good at this. Um, I think I'm just losing my time. Uh, you will get there, but it will take time. And it, I think discipline at some point will be really helpful. And this logistics setup will be really helpful. Um, make clear about your goals while you're learning something. Like, is it because you're excited about Data analytics, or is it because you want a flexible profession? Is it because you want to make work in certain company? Um, you want to have certain uh, job that you, certain job security, or whatever it is. I think being clear and honest with yourself is super important because when hard moments happen, when you're like about to give up, you have to remember why you do this, and this have to be a good reason for you to stay in. Like if your goal is to make more money or to have a stable job in an interesting industry, then just remind yourself that's what I'm doing. This so. If I don't understand something, that's fine. I may learn it some, you know, this part later. I may not even need this. At least I have the basis. Um, if your goal is to become a data scientist, you're like, okay, I really need to know this because this is the basis for my next course. Uh, so be clear about 
what motivates you. Another good thing is have some support group, have something, not even group, have support trick. Know what brings you back to normal when everything seems to fail. When you feel like, okay, I'm really not getting it. It's really hard for me. Uh, I will never make it right. I will never be able to get a job. Um, know that there is certain things that you know in advance that will set you reset you back to normal mindset. Whether it's a sport you do, whether it's a hike, whether it's meditation, whether it's talking to a friend, whether it's having a support group whom you can go out with coffee, whatever it is for you, um, I would suggest having the setup thought through in advance. So when the things happen, like when you feel very down, when you feel like nothing is working the way you want, you can actually just say to yourself, okay, when this is happening, and I can see right now the flag that this is happening, my next step will be to go and take a hike. And there is like no discussion. There is no like a depressed state of what the hell I'm doing. Uh, one thing I always like um, to remember is the first time I considered learning Python and learning any coding language, I thought it was very hard and I thought I should not attempt it because I will not be successful. So two years passed and the course I was thinking of taking was a two-year community college course. And two years passed and I looked back and I said, oh, I still, I'm still, i still two years older, but I haven't learned anything. And if I would have started two years ago, I would have had this course finished by now. So the time will pass anyway. But whether you will learn something or not, it depends on the decision you make right now. So consider this, like consider, yes, it takes you three years. It will take you five years um, and you'll be like five years older by the time you finish. But to be honest, you'll be five years older in five years anyway. Like, so maybe it is worth to study something. So when five years pass, you're not only five years older, but you also have acquired a new skill. And I think that kind of simple thought really pushed me forward to realize, oh, if I would have studied two years ago, I would have right now be able to find my first job. Um, so going to jobs in a good way to the next step, how to get a job. Um, that seems to be a very tricky topic because people want experience and you can't have experience if you just change your jobs. So first uh, thought, if you have a previous industry experience in whatever industry you used to work, whether it's cybersecurity, whether it's health, whether it's a finance or retail, Try to get this data analytics job in that industry. As I, as I have said before, data analytics is super adaptable. It's needed in any company, any industry. So having industry experience and now having this um, Python and SQL and whatever else experience you learned, um, server experience will really be um, matching with companies that have they're in the same industry and need data analytics. I think that's kind of a safer bet. Um, if not, Find, look for the jobs, especially contractor jobs in nonprofits. Why I'm saying nonprofits? Nonprofits normally would pay you less for the same job than the corporate or startups would. However, the more people, more experienced people will, will be applying to startups and for corporate jobs just because, again, the reward is higher. So nonprofit could be a good moment, a good place to start because even though the payment may be significantly lower, but you'll be able to get your foot in the door into the career, work there a few years, a year or two, get the experience, and then transition to a different job. You may be, transition, be able to transition within the company or going to a completely different company, even changing industries, but at least you'll have some experience and you'll be able to decide. Another way is to try to see the 
current company you work, are there opportunities for you to grow into data analytics? And the way to do this is just work with those teams, offer the help, tell them what you know, volunteer your help, and don't think about how scary it is. Um, this is actually the path that I took. I transitioned within the company I was at that point from marketing to data analytics, and it was very scary. First of all, I felt like I'm an imposter. I will fail. They will see that I don't know nothing. They will see that I have no knowledge. Uh, and that's normal. So just get used to live with this imposter syndrome for like a year or two at least. It will be your friend. Just get used to that and just close your eyes and go. Um, and try to do innovative things. Try to make change. And change seems scary, but that's really the only way you can do something in the work, especially if you're changing um, industries, if you're changing um, fields of what you work in. For example, if your company does certain things in a spreadsheet and you can automate it and make it efficient and do it better in Python, do it. It will feel very awkward in first time and you will feel scared and you will feel like, okay, I'm going to get fired because that's not how they did it before. And this is not how other people can, you know, understand it or want me to do it. But just so what? Just do it. Tell them, hi, guys, I was able to do this in five minutes, what previously took two hours. Um, I can do more projects like this right now. Happy to teach others how to do it. Um, be open to change and be willing to bring the change and be the change and uh, don't fear the change. Like at the end of the day, I don't think people get fired because they change something. I think people get fired because they're lazy and they don't do the job or, you know, some other factors. They really do some big mistakes, but changes generally from what I observed in my career, uh, people didn't get fired because they introduced a change, even if the change wasn't maybe perfect or very well implemented. So um, last thing, when you are looking to get a job, get yourself ready and very well prepared with your skills. And the simplest way I found for myself is to take job descriptions of the companies I would like to apply, let's say within six months. So prepare ahead and make a list of what skills they require technical skills, especially the ones you may not have. And just see, try to read 50, 60 of those job descriptions from jobs you would really apply within six months. And make this list and mark every time the same skill, the same request, the same tool appears more than once. And at some point, and then prioritize it by frequency, like the skills and tools that appear the most in all the jobs that you would like to apply, they should be at the top of your list and then going down, trickling down to less common skills. And then see which which of those you already know and you already have in your arsenal. So, and then start going just down this list, acquiring skills you don't have. Because this would be a very helpful exercise for you to understand what is you really lacking. Do you need to know Kafka? Do you need to know AWS systems? Do you need to, to know Docker? Or what, what is it? Because maybe you're learning something that nobody needs. Maybe you're learning Tableau, let's say, and none of the jobs you would like to apply actually ever ask about visual tools. So use your time wisely based on what market hiring managers and the market needs. Um, and then in six months, you should get those skills because you already have the base. So you're just learning additional skills to what you already have. And you should be able to start applying to those jobs and see the response um, and go from there. So I hope this helps. I, I hope we are not running out of time. And let me know if you have any other questions. Uh, thank you, Masha. This was wonderful and really, really insightful. I hope that the audience will enjoy listening uh, to your insights, but also learning 
and taking notes and perhaps having uh, more success on their journey uh, towards their their future uh, job. Um, but there is questions that I like to ask my guests um, regarding the general um, advice, how to cope with difficult situations by remaining resilient, um, perhaps for the women um, audience out there, uh, but also in general, uh, anyone listening, um, if you could provide any general advice. Yeah, of course. Um, so I always know that this piece of advice, which I truly believe is really helpful, but it's also really boring. And it's also not the most popular opinion. And it's not a typical advice you would quote somewhere and say, that's a great advice. So the advice is have some discipline um, because it really helps out to have certain things where you're not negotiably going to do this. Like if you set yourself to study something, no matter what, go what is going on in your life, how easy it is for your heart, there'll be moments when you want to give up. So the only way to not give up, at least, and I'm again, I'm talking from my own experience, uh, was to have a very hard schedule with yourself and you just promise you do this and you do this. And there is no ifs or buts or no excuses. And if this means saying no to going to a birthday party because you committed to do this course, you have to do this exam, that means it's no. And if you can't see your friends for nine months, that means you can't see your friends for nine months. It's being really strict and really disciplined because that's your goal. If they're good friends, you will still have them after nine months or 10 months or whatever it takes you the course. Um, and missing that part, it should not be a deal breaker if it's a friendship. So saying no to a lot of things and being really self-respectful, if that's a word, to yourself with your own goals and discipline is very important. Because I think discipline works the same the way that if you allow yourself once to step aside and be like, oh no, today I'll be slack on it. You can allow yourself anytime. So it, the trick for me at least was not allowing myself to step aside of my plans, not even single day or time. And then when you finish, of course, everything is timed. So you'll probably have a course that lasts six months. It's not forever. You just have to stay on this track and do everything and get the best grade and get the best knowledge you can in the six months. And this means saying no to other things. When six months ends, you can resume your life and then set another plan and another discipline and another logic for your behavior. Um, but I would say try to create a discipline that you can live with and knowing yourself. So know yourself what, you know, if you know you cannot do this, then maybe, you know, for your college is what you have to do because that's the only way for you to achieve this goal. But if you're planning to do it on your own, I think being uh, disciplined and being able to build your schedule around yourself and your priorities is, is very important. And it's really helpful because sometimes things fail for you and you're like, okay, what do I do? And you're like, okay, I have to, I agree that I, from five to six, I study. That's all. That's what I'll do. Uh, wonderful advice. Thank you once again for uh, being our special guest today. I'm sure the audience will enjoy listening and learning from you uh the same way as i did uh thank you so much uh and thanks everyone uh for listening uh stay happy and healthy yeah thank you so much olga that was great and wishing the best to to, to the listeners